Hello, everyone. Welcome to Weekday Devotion. This is Pastor Daniel. And today we're going to be continuing in 1 Timothy chapter 1. Today we'll be looking at verses 8 through 11. So turn there with me, if you will, as I begin to read out of chapter 1, verse 8. Now we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and the disobedient, for the ungodly and for the sinners, for the unholy and the profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, the sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine, in accordance with the gospel of the glory of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted. So here, Paul begins to segue. He mentions that these elders, up what we talked about yesterday from verse 3, according to verse 7, desire to be teachers of the law, but without understanding what they're saying. And here, then, he transitions from talking about these specific teachers to now talking about the law. The law is a big deal with Paul. Paul was raised Jewish. He was trained as a Pharisee. According to Philippians chapter 3, he refers to himself as a, a Pharisee of the Pharisees. And so he was very passionate, to use his word, very zealous in his Phariseeism, if you will. But he was saved. He was delivered. He was transformed by Christ. But he still had a great appreciation for the law. Well, you know, this brings up a really good conversation. It's still very very um, rampant, very um, very common today, and that is law and grace. What about us? Are we bound by the law of the Old Testament, uh, or are we you know, now under grace? And obviously, oversimplification, we're under grace, um, but the law still serves a vital purpose. You know, Jesus himself said, I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. So first of all, what is the law? Well, the law specifically refers to what's called the Torah. The Torah is the first five books of the Old Testament. And so so Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy constitutes the Torah, the law, the law of Moses. It was a law that God God gave his people through the man Moses. It includes the Ten Commandments, but it's not limited to the Ten Commandments. In fact, there are 613 specific laws given in the Torah, and they range from dietary laws to laws how to how to construct and handle the tabernacle and temple, laws of the priesthood, laws of clean and unclean. There's just all kinds of different laws and different categories that all are in there. And of course, in the Old Testament time, they would try to keep the law. Uh, of course, they couldn't because they were sinners, but they would strive to keep the law and the laws kind of was what governed them, if you will. Well, now that Christ has come and fulfilled the law, what purpose does the law still have? Was the law wicked? Was the law evil? You know, in Romans, Paul makes this argument, and certainly not. And here in in verse 8, he says, We know that the law is good. And once, if, if one uses it lawfully, meaning if you understand what the law is for. So, what is the law for? Well, here, Paul tells us the law is for the lawless, it's for the disobedient. It's for the ungodly. And we're going to look more at this um, a little bit later, but at one point in Scripture, you know, Paul, he makes the the comment in Romans chapter 7. He says, yet if it had not been for the law, 
I would not have I would not have known sin. I would not have known what it is to covet if the law had not said, do not covet. So that makes very much sense, right? So the law shows us our sin. The law shows us where we're sinning because it defines what sin is. And just to give examples, Paul has a list here. Of course, this is not an exhaustive list of all kinds of sin, but it does play into um, the Old Testament law, like even the Ten Commandments you see here. Um, look, it says, for the ungodly sin, for the unholy and profane. Well, that would be those who break the first several commandments, like you know, not honoring the Lord God as the only God, or not worshiping idols, the profane, not you know, not rem- not um, not using the Lord's name in vain, or for those who strike their fathers and mothers, it goes against honor your father and mother. One of the Ten Commandments: murderers, thou shalt not murder; the sexually moral, the homosexual, right? Those that do not commit adultery. So all of these enslavers, liars, don't bear false witness. So all of these see here are listing of Paul that really tie back to the law, but it shows us that the purpose of the law is just to point out our sin, which ultimately points us to Jesus who paid for our sin and who in Christ we're called now to repent and to constantly be repenting. So how are you doing with this today? When you read scripture and it points out sin in your life, it doesn't mean that you're condemned, not at all. If you're trusted in Jesus, Romans 8 is very clear, there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, but it's meant to show us our sin and point us back to our continuous need for Jesus. So when we identify sin in our life, we confess it to God, which means we agree with God it is sin. We don't try to deny it or cover it up. We own it. I'm guilty. Father, I've done this sin. Please forgive me. Restore my close fellowship with you. And then we stop doing that sinful action. And we instead, we start or continue doing God-honoring actions. I pray you walk tightly with Jesus today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.